You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. This is Dare to Love show here in the Archdiocese of Chicago. My name is Sister Lavina Pamet. I am the coordinator of Religious Vocation Ministries, and I also coordinate CAVA, which is the Chicago Archdiocesan Vocation Association. This is a, an association of vocation ministers to help out and support vocation ministry and vocation awareness in the archdiocese and most especially our discerners out there who might be hoping to respond and those who are eager to find out what is God's call in your life. If you are a person who has recently been thinking, is there more to life? Is there something calling me out there? Am I hearing God's voice in my heart? And what should I do about it? What's even the first thing we can do about it? And so um, our special guest today is Sister Joyce Diltz, who is a poor handmaid of Jesus Christ. Good morning, Sister Joyce. Good morning. I'm just going to close my door because the air conditioning just <laughs> went on. So to eliminate the noise there. Thank you. Yes. Sorry about that. Um, it's nice to be with you. Thank, thank you. you so much for uh, taking this time. <laughs> Sister Joyce is a spiritual director. And um, Sister Joyce, if you can just uh, go ahead and just tell us a little bit more about you. Um, perhaps start with, so spiritual director with the poor handmaids, and then perhaps a little bit background, where you're coming from, or where you, um, how you even met your community, your own uh, vocation story. Uh, so I am a spiritual director. I've really been a spiritual director for about 46 years. Uh, and I live in Hammond, Indiana, uh, so not too far from Chicago. Um, in terms of my own vocation story, I went to St. Monica's School in Mishawaka, Indiana, where I grew up. And the poor handmaids were the teachers in the school. So I met poor handmaids right away. Mm -hmm. um, I knew at a young age I wanted to be a sister, and I really thought the poor handmaids were pretty plain, ordinary, not very exciting. So I looked around in fifth grade, I decided I should make a decision. I was rather precocious there. Uh, but there was a Sacred Heart Messenger that was a magazine at the time, and they had a lot of ads for religious communities in the back. So I rode away to all the communities that I thought enticed me some, you know, they were missionaries, they ran leprosariums, they did really exciting things. And I remember having so much mail that when I would walk home from school, mile and a half, I would be reading all these pieces of mail I got about different communities. Um, 
in the end, uh, in eighth grade, we had a retreat and I asked the retreat director, I said, well, how do I know what community to join? And he said, oh, the one you know the best and are most at home with. So I think that was maybe my first discernment right there. And his words were very wise and I have shared those with many women since. Um, yeah, I really see that word uh, a lot. I hear that at home, feeling like I just came home. And it was definitely true for me. And uh, thank you for, for sharing that, because I think um, there are so many questions usually when uh, someone discerns for the first time. And I think perhaps we can help dispel some of the myths and some of the misconceptions about it. But first of all, I think um, what would be good is... Um, as a spiritual director, and after 46 years, uh, perhaps the most basic thing about what is spiritual direction? So spiritual direction is a conversation. It's usually between two people, uh, one of whom is quite familiar with the spiritual life and has some training and in, in accompanying others as they grow spiritually. So it's a conversation where uh, one person comes to talk with a more seasoned spiritual traveler, in a sense, um, to, to get some help in noticing and cooperating with the ways that God moves and is present in the person's life. So that's really what it is. It's, it's a conversation to help me as a, a directee, a discerner, um, to see where is God in my life. So someone objective can help point out some of those places that we might not see mm -hmm. and help us to, um, to respond more fully, more openly, um, can look at kind of how am I responding, how am I not. So, so would the director or um, guide be able to counsel me, although Probably a spiritual director guide is not a counselor. It's different. So what is what is spiritual direction per se for people who are discerning or seeking? Um, and what is it not? Perhaps that might be easier so that because there are some misconceptions, misunderstanding about it. For sure. So in both cases, uh, counseling and spiritual direction, we bring the stuff of our lives, you know. Uh, events, relationships, kind of questions, soul searching. But in spiritual direction, the focus is our relationship with God. So how is God at work in these stirrings in me? What might God be inviting me to in this relationship I'm struggling with? Um, where's the blessing in a certain event that just happened? Whereas in counseling, we would go to talk about these things to get uh, mental health help. Um, to get encouragement for personal growth in a psychological way. So <clears throat> spiritual direction focuses on our relationship with God and our faith life. I think that's the easiest thing to say. It's not about problem solving, which counseling would do more of. And that's the first thing I think that's a difference is you don't go to a spiritual director or guide to get fixed or to have right. solutions to a problem. And um, would you say that the wisdom coming from the spiritual director, um, is it that director's wisdom per se? Or um, do you think that, um, you know, like in terms of, because I, I guess it's a misnomer. 
you know, being directed means you're being led to something. So maybe it's not a problem-solving thing. However, do you give advice in terms of, okay, what to do next? Kind of like a direction? Is that spiritual direction? You know, it's really not. It's Uh helping the the directee, the one who comes to us, uh, find their own answers. And so um, spiritual directors, we accompany someone who asks the questions and help them really find their own answers. You know, I can throw in a little bit of something I've learned somewhere. Um, You know, I can once in a while share a bit of experience from my life or from someone else I've listened to. But for the most part, it's not about my giving something except the gift of presence and listening to the other person. And we trust the Holy Spirit at work in the person who is seeking spiritual direction. And the process of spiritual direction, and it is a process, it's not a one-time thing, but that process helps the person become more and more attuned to the spirit within and what the spirit is leading to. Did you yourself, when you were discerning to become a sister, and perhaps um, even then you knew there was something because you started uh, inquiring from different communities, uh, what helped you with that? Did someone, did you go to spiritual direction? Was there someone that guided you or mentored you? How did that go for you? So we're talking about a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I just celebrated my 55th anniversary of vows. Congratulations. And, thank you. Back then, um, spiritual direction was not as available as it is now. So Probably the only bit of spiritual direction I got from another person was the priest retreat director when I said, how do I know what community to join? And he gave me that bit of wisdom, you know, who you're most at home with, who you know the best. But really, uh, there was not an emphasis on spiritual direction then. And I think, you know, what was available probably was available in convents and in seminaries and uh, monasteries for religious and for seminarians. It wasn't a, a thing like it is today available for so many people. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, in terms of evolution of uh, finding wisdom within ourselves, I don't think that it's really just for spiritual purposes. I'm finding like even um, in medical visits, um, when I remember even growing up as a child and um, my parents, my my relatives um, of a certain generation, they just trusted what the doctor told them. And in fact, sometimes um, they the patient was the last person to know what the diagnosis is because they were trying to be sensitive. And nowadays, I think it's even a pra- part of practice that it is up to the patient to make a decision as much as they could. If uh, and an informed decision. So I just wanted to kind of relate that in terms of, um, I guess, taking responsibility as well as direction from the Holy Spirit to mm-hmm. um, who is, I, I, I suppose, our universal guide because those are gifts that were given to us. Uh, would mm-hmm. you say that that's how um, people can go about who are finding themselves seeking for assistance and guidance? I think Vatican II made us aware that we each have the Holy Spirit within us and that we can be guided individually. We don't need, um, you know, religious figures 
our hierarchy to tell us what to do or to tell us what's right. That was one of the gifts of Vatican II. And so flowing from that then is each of us needing to learn to be attentive to that spirit within, that voice within. And so that's really why then spiritual direction has grown uh, so that there's so much more available today than there used to be. That is so interesting. Uh, it, we're coming to a short break. And so um, this time it's what is spiritual director, what it is not direction and what it is not. Perhaps for when we come back, we can talk a little bit more for who is it for, really. Um, that should be interesting. And then probably a little bit more for discerners. We'll be back. Don't go away. Catholic Charities offers a wide variety of volunteer opportunities to those who want to share their time and help us serve people in need. Whether it's stocking the shelves of our food pantries, helping refugees learn the English language, tutoring school-aged children, becoming a mentor to young adults, sorting clothes in our clothing rooms, serving hot meals to those who are facing homelessness, or delivering meals and making cards to lift the spirits of our homebound seniors, we are deeply grateful to all those who want to join in our mission of mercy. Volunteer opportunities are updated weekly for people of all ages at ccofchicagovolunteer.com or just call us at 312-655-7053. That's 312-655-7053. Thank you for helping us follow Jesus' call to serve our neighbors in need. This is year 44 for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. (laughs) Right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. I see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed. What? What? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. (laughs) I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. (laughs) Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. 
Our veterans have faithfully served the United States, and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. are back. Uh, this is Dare to Love Show. My name is Sister Lavina Francis Pamet. I'm a Franciscan Sister of the Sacred Heart. With me today is Sister Joyce Diltz, who is a poor handmaid of Jesus Christ. And Sister Joyce is a spiritual director. We have been talking about what is sp- spiritual direction and what is it not. And um, you have uh, talked about it being different from counseling and it's not problem solving or fixing. Uh, and in, in fact, um, I'm in a training program right now. The first thing that we learned is you do not fix. You are a presence to listen and be there um, as a, a presence. And I guess the guidance that we do is for the person, for the directee or the seeker, to find that wisdom within themselves. We also talked about how, how uh, Vatican II or the Second Vatican Council um, in the late 1960s was able to have documents that affirmed that um, the Holy Spirit's wisdom is imparted within us because the Holy Spirit is within us. And so uh, thank you again, Sister Joyce, for um joining me today and I would like to just say so spiritual direction or guidance um, would be another term or directee for the person who is discerning or another word would be a seeker so how do we know if I'm the one that's feeling some stirrings um, how do I know that spiritual direction or guidance is for me is it for everyone um, I don't think it's for everyone. It, it requires, I think, partly what you're talking about, feeling a stirring desire. You know, something is happening in me and I, I want to explore that and I need some help to do that. Um, if someone thinks that they have all the answers or they're only looking for concrete answers, those attitudes really are not helpful in spiritual direction. Uh, but people who are wanting to walk in the mystery of relationship with God, who want to get to know God more, to, to love God more, love God's people more. Um, those are our attitudes or stances that really do lend themselves to spiritual direction. So it's not necessarily like, okay, I need to make a decision. Now, obviously, some decisions, uh, life-changing decisions, might require some spiritual direction because it also might um, be something where it, it maybe, you know, you need to move or maybe I need to join a community or something <coughs> like that. Definitely, spiritual direction would be uh, helpful. However, if it has something to do with, um, with, even with career choices, probably would be part of it. But it's not like, well, what should I do? This is A, B, and C. And I've even gone through the Ignatian step-by-step and, you know, things like that. But I guess what if 
you are in a program and uh, that has some spiritual, you know, I would just say spiritual uh, development formation. Um, just because maybe I'm in school and they have a Newman Center, for example. And I mean, and but I don't feel like I need to make maybe major decisions. Um, would that be someone who could be part of spiritual direction at all? Sure. Spiritual direction can be helpful in making decisions for sure, but that's not the only reason people go. I mean, if you want to get closer to God, if you want to know God more in your life, those are reasons to go mm-hmm. for spiritual direction. And and I think in terms of um, direction, sometimes um, finding that, doing that inner work uh, for ourselves um, might be helpful, right? Because there are some things that maybe we can be blind to that other people notice. So even getting along with others, maybe it's not, you know, finding the solution, how can I um, be better with conflict resolution? So let's say right now, we are in the midst of COVID. And there are certain difficult things, even polarities that are happening. How could spiritual direction help? Uh, It can help by helping the directee uh, be attentive to what happens in you as you're in the midst of these polarities. What are you noticing? Um, What are you feeling? What do you feel drawn to? And so the director can help explore those various movements or experiences. And in that way, the directee becomes clearer about what's happening in his or her life and then can make free choices. Mm-hmm. What about Even choices about how to respond to another person, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, definitely, I think in terms of exploring what is within us, sometimes that informs, like, what are the things that become pattern? that we, you know, some of our values and, you know, like what what really means most to us, right? The other mm-hmm. thing I think is, um, so let's say I'm feeling a stirring and maybe something happened within me, either at church or in nature or uh, an encounter or in a dream, whatever it is. And I just feel like the response I want to do is maybe join a community or be more active in church? How would spiritual guidance or direction help in that case? Well, partly it would help by looking at your whole life and how does this potential decision fit in the story of my life? Um, so that's that's an important piece. I think it would also help the, the directee to become really free in terms of making a decision and looking at all the aspects. Why am I doing this? Why am I wanting to do it? Is it out of fear? Is it out of, I think it's going to build up my ego. Is it because I really want to grow closer with God? I really want to serve God's people, you know, to explore all of that so that the directee can say, okay, this is why I'm doing it. Or no, it's not really such a good idea for me. Like I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And I think, so this, this, probably would be, you know, with St. Ignatius and the way that St. Ignatius was able to formulate a bit of the discernment. Um, Maybe maybe you can help me with this, Sister Joyce, in terms of, 
the decision or the choices that you're making, that it's not between something good and bad, correct? Mm-hmm. So right. maybe if you're making a choice, it might be, you know, if, it, if it's between two things, it might be they're both good. It's just that you kind of need some guidance which way to go, right? Well, you need help sorting out why am I feeling led one way or the other? I think looking at all the the parts of ourselves that are involved in making a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the spiritual director really will not say, okay, it sounds like this is what you want to do. It'll say, okay, well, what do you hear in all the things we've talked about and all the motivations? What are you hearing from yourself? So the director never makes a decision for the person, never tells a person what to do. It's, it's just the spiritual director helps kind of illuminate the question and, and all the aspects of it so that the seeker, the directee can make a really good decision. Mm-hmm. So in, in terms of, um, have, have you worked um, with discerners for, like, I guess when they're doing vocation discernment? And um, yes. what would be helpful for those who might be interested in uh, seeking a director at this point? Uh, are you thinking about how to find a director? Is that what your question is? That, that would be part of it, too. But um, as well as like, how, how would someone even start? So um, if you're already looking at a particular religious community and you have a relationship with someone in the community, you might ask them, who are some spiritual directors you know? I mean, if if I, the, the discerner, really don't know any, that's one way. I think another way is if you've made a retreat or you go to a, a spirituality workshop and you really like the presenter um, or the retreat director, uh, you might inquire, do you do spiritual direction? Would you have time to take me on? I would be interested. Um, so it's partly... Um, that personal connection that draws us, that makes us feel like, oh yeah, I could be really at home with this person and really trust and, you know, like walking with this person. Um, so I think those are important. If you have names of a couple of different spiritual directors, it's a good idea to have a little interview with each one. You know, you can do it by phone or by Zoom or, you know, if you want to mm-hmm. see the person, that's fine. But just to ask a few questions and you know, partly you're trying to get some answers for information, but partly you're feeling out, could I work with this person? Do I feel comfortable? Do I feel like he or she really accepts me and respects me for who I am? That's great. Thank you so much, because I think um, those questions also um, with the Vocations Kava website, we do have some information on that. In the meantime, um, Sister Joyce, um, uh, we will we will put your information uh, for contact your email address on the archdiocesan website, um, and the other thing too is perhaps um, be, we're we're coming near to the end of our show. Um, is there like a, a blessing or a prayer that you would like to offer for our discerners? Yeah, I would like to just share Ignatius's prayer. Uh, Take Lord, receive. This comes um, in some ways at the end of Ignatius's discernment when he's really ready to give himself completely to God. Um, He prays and we can pray with him. Take Lord and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, 
and my entire will, all that I have and possess. You have given all to me. All is yours. Dispose of it according to your will. Give me your love and your grace. That is enough for me. Thank you. That's a beautiful prayer from St. Ignatius. And um, for those of you who would really like to contact Sister Joyce, um, if you can actually contact Kava, which is vocationscava.org at um, artchicago.org for the email and for the website, it's vocationcava.org. Thank you again, um, Joyce, for, for joining us and hopefully people will be able to find this discussion helpful if they themselves are discerning their vocation in life. Thank you very much. Blessings, everybody. Blessings.